0: all right welcome in to the greg williams podcast i guess we're going to go through another name change here and i'll explain why in just a little bit today is monday may 31st i'm joined here by two fantastic people uh one of them doesn't really need an introduction we went to high school together maybe rode the bench for a little bit and some clipboard However, he did have his Rudy moment in his last high school game. I, tr- I referenced that because he's a huge Notre Dame fighting Irish fan, Chicago Bears, Chicago Cubs, you name it. His nickname is Finn. Ethan Wilds. welcome to the show. Ethan, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, man. It's good to be on here. Um, a little bit about myself. Came over from the ONTAP Sports Net, um, did some podcasts there for NIU and some Chicago sports, but. Looking forward to talking more sports with uh, both of you guys here. And yeah, it wasn't the most athletic in high school. I'll I'll take that one. But you know what? I make up for it with my voice. So you know what? I'll take it. Um, Like I said, it's good to be on. And I'm looking forward to starting this new ride with you guys.
0: Another guy that I went to high school with, maybe for like a year or two. I don't really remember. But his name, he's already been on the show as a guest. Um, He has some sideline experience too kicking throwing his hands up in the air i don't know but uh we, we refer to him as the drunken deputy he's actually drinking uh some beer right now but mr jeff head welcome back how are you doing i'm good how about you guys doing great Hey, we finally we, we talked about this for a little bit and we, we never do it but we finally Mm-mm. got it going
1: it's about time we get this conversation out of the PlayStation party and, and maybe our conversations will actually uh enlighten mm-hmm. people. Absolutely.
2: So. No, a little a little bit about me. Um the boy these two here, they wanted they wanted to do this. Um Ethan, like you said, he left on tap, so this is what he want, this is something he was looking to do. And well, since they love my outrageous and hilarious and and outrageous antics and comments they figured why not have have some fan on here if you will to do this so i said yeah and we'll see how it goes
1: i will be the i will be the the one to give a little bit of background info on jeff jeff is probably the most wild sports fan in terms of who he roots for like jeff big a big dallas cowboys fan in football but then red Sox, like yep. like you're just, you just america's fan like capital
2: you, like, let's see i'll go for everybody I'll, go, I'll run through my teams real quick so unlike dylan or uh, ethan and greg here i root for dallas but i like to consider myself a realistic cowboy fan hence the drinking
0: also, <laughs> another reason why you're on the show too is that beautiful Southern accent. We gotta have something Mango. Southern. <laughs> Mango? The no, odd thing man. too here
1: is that Jeff's gonna be our soccer guy. Like you, you, yeah. Jeff, you don't hear like <laughs> you don't hear like, oh, we're talking Euro League today, boys. Like Euro. Jeff is like we're talking. I'm watching. I'm watching what the 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 NASCAR Cup Series Coca-Cola 600. That's what Jeff should be talking about.
3: And yet you'll be the one doing it because I don't watch.
1: That. I don't That's watch
3: NASCAR. <laughs>
1: no,
2: I want no. Like I said, I root for Dallas, but I consider myself a realistic fan. I'm all things Brady. Um, I love me my Red Sox. I love me my Capitals. I love you also Celtics. a
0: Longhorn fan too. So you just like, like Ethan said, you're just all over the place. Oh yeah, and then we go,
2: and then we go across the, then we go across the pond to. England, I root for my Red Devils. hence the drinking right now.
1: I know the answer to this question, but I'll I'll go back and reference it for the listeners. If mm-hmm. Brady, well, now now we have to ask you when Brady and Deck go back or go at it, like <laughs> no, the first game of of Dallas. All
2: right, Dallas. Dallas. I really, I love me some Brady, but I'm a Cowboy through and through, so I got. But i been though. I won't be drinking.
1: You just hope that Brady has like 300 yards and it's a 28 27 Cowboys and win. Dallas,
2: and Dallas wins by a field goal, yes.
1: And for mm-hmm. the record, did Des catch it? That's a question for both of you because I know we all know Greg, but I guess the question kind I'll, of let, goes Jeff
0: answer. I'll let Jeff go first.
2: In my opinion, he yes, he did. And here's why. If you go back and watch that game, okay, he catches the ball. He makes three steps by that rule. He makes a football move. He takes three steps, dies for the end zone, and the ball comes out, which is a fumble. But apparently the ground had something to do with it, so they ruled it an incomplete catch. But that play right there is the reason he went back to the old school fucking rule. But, yes, in my opinion, he caught it.
0: So I'm gonna am gonna say no. Obviously, I'm the Packers fan, so I'm gonna say no here. But um, according to the rules back then, it was incomplete. But uh, let's just say they had the current rules right now. That's it catch. would have been a catch. But I'm, I'm just saying, in today, no, in no, back hope, 10, no, it's not a catch. No. If it was a catch today, it's a catch.
1: And yeah. as the Bears fan here, I can't complain because that Kelvin John happened happened to Kelvin Johnson against us, so won't complain about that one. Yeah. Talk, about, uh, talk about big receivers, though. A lot of sure. news coming out of Atlanta.
0: Yeah, so the, the big thing uh, in Atlanta, Julio Jones.
1: I mean, I
0: don't know if he's requested a trade. He pretty much did with uh, Shannon Sharp on Undisputed. On the phone, live on television, said he's out, he's out of there. Uh, the, team, the Seahawks are a team that's now reported that they could be interested in uh, trading for Julio. I believe there's the Ravens also, as well. Uh, thoughts maybe about Tennessee with with A.J. Brown and everyone. People are saying maybe Green Bay to make Aaron Rodgers happy, but no one knows, but it just seems like Julio isn't going to be back in Atlanta. And that's just weird not to see Julio back in Atlanta. He's just amazing.
1: That to me is the downfall of the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan's not going to be around much longer. I do like the pick. In the first round, I think that that obviously Pitts is a great, great talent. And I think you're going to get great production out of him. But at the tight end position, how much can you get out of him for your offense to be good Mm -hmm. enough? So I sure, yeah, they've got some other pieces there at receiver. But I I truly think the Falcons have been a team that ever since that Super Bowl just gets
3: back.
2: The Super Bowl, in my opinion, is a downfall. Everything else is just playing out. Julio wants out, but the the thing I saw with it that kind of irritates me is this is all Matt Ryan's fault. No. Julio wanting out is more so him. Matt Ryan made Julio. They both, in part, made each other. Julio wanting out, and then you go look at the teams that want him. The Seahawks, there's not enough balls to go around. There's not. And you're already fighting cap space while you don't have an offensive line. So why would Seattle even dare do it? But, and you really think Atlanta's not going to ask for DK Metcalf in return? Come on now.
1: I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it, but I think the Chargers honestly are the best fit for him. New England. New, New England. Good. That's a bold take, but I don't. I don't see that. I just. I don't see that.
2: I, I could see it because of Mac Jones. It's not going to be for Cam Newton. It would be for Mac Jones.
1: And of the
2: teams, it goes to the Chargers. Again, it's another situation. ball. Not enough balls to go around in the offense. It's not their problem. It's the defense. That and staying healthy.
0: I would, well, I would also good. say with the, with the Chargers, though, I mean, here's the thing. Justin Herbert's going to be a star in the NFL. Well, I mean, he probably already is a star in the mm-hmm. NFL after the season that he had last year. But I mean, look at offense. Mike Mike Williams is always injured. Hunter Henry just left. Keenan is not getting any younger. That offensive line is going to be pretty good at getting Corey Lindsley.
3: Mm-hmm. I think
0: this is like their opportunity. Hey, go get Julio. Even though that defense has struggled, it's still a decent defense. They're going to get yeah. Derwin James back. They just drafted a side Samuel. I mean, it's a decent team. I mean, Julio would be amazing in that offense, but I don't know about their cap situation. And that makes it a little bit hard during the time that we're in right now because – Everyone's roster is pretty much set. Maybe there's like three, four teams that have the cap space to do something right now. And I think New England could be one of those teams. However, they just paid a boatload of money on wide receivers. Kendrick Bourne, I feel like Nelson Aguilar was one of them, too. Look, I'm not exactly well, sure who they really got.
2: Look at, you look at New England, though. If you look and I mean, and again, we're talking about a team that was bad last year. You go look at that record. And then you look at what they did this offseason. With Cam back, the Chargers make sense, but I feel like it wouldn't be out of Bill Belichick's work to sort of Houdini the entire league and and nab him, but he would offload one of the – couple of those receivers, in my opinion, to do it.
1: Well, here's my thing, too, is we're not talking – about the same Julio Jones as three years ago we're we're talking about Julio Jones who's coming off playing what eight or nine games last season and an injury so yes the point of there not being enough ball to go around yeah but like I also feel like whoever goes and gets him and you hear these teams like the Seahawks you hear the Chargers you hear the Patriots like he's not going in and being the number one receiver right away like, I don't think that you any of those teams or any of the teams that you've heard are getting Julio and being like, that's our number one guy.
2: If you're New England, he's the number one. There's not a better receiver on that roster. That's well, the I thing. D-
0: I did see something on Twitter about this. I think NFL Update uh, tweeted about this. Is we, This was the same conversation. Now, these are two completely different wide receivers. One yes. of them is a Hall of Famer. Julio, most likely on track to make the Hall of Fame. Uh, Randy Moss, he's, he was 31 years old when he got traded out of Oakland. And his, it seemed like his days were numbered in Oakland. He wasn't going to go anywhere. It's pretty much like people were telling him to retire a little bit. Julio is not in that, Hey, he should retire. But like you said, Ethan, like he's coming off an injury, you know, he's not that, I don't, I don't want to say, you know, uh, legitimate wide receiver one, really like he's been in the past, but you know, this perhaps a new team can revive him a little bit. Now, it's hard to say because Matt Ryan in Atlanta is a pass-happy offense, and if you can't survive in Atlanta, how are you going to survive in New England where that's not a really – you know, they don't really pass the ball as much, especially with quarterbacks like a rookie and Cam Newton. Yeah,
1: That's where I think the Chargers fit comes into play. And and like you said, Greg Herbert is going to be a guy who Mm -hmm. will probably be up there in MVP votes come the end of the season. So, I mean, I just think that, like – like I said, I mean, he's not going to go in and be like a true number one. The Chargers, yeah. I don't know. Our, our local resident Chargers guy, Julian, said Mike Williams has been a name that they've talked about moving. So to Jeff's credit, they're, the Seahawks wouldn't move DK for him. And at the same time, like, I guess there was a rumor going around that Atlanta like had sent out that a first round pick was offered. And that's just, if that's true... Wow.
2: The, the rumor was also that they said that another team that they want multiple first round picks. You're not getting multiple first round picks for a dude that's aging, who's coming off of injuries, who can't play a full hasn't played a full season and God knows how long. It's not
3: happening.
0: Yeah, Second, and you look Oh, sorry, you go go ahead, Jeff. Yeah.
2: And then you look at some of the teams like he wants to go to a winner. Well, the only way that's happening is if one, it depends on who. Depends on the names they have in place. So we'll we'll stay on Seattle or the Chargers for a second. A second round just for Julio is going to be too little. Like they're going to be offloading a guy to do it. And the question becomes, are you willing to make that move? If you're the Chargers, you're not just one piece away. You're not one player away. And it doesn't make any sense to do that. But – then again, you know, you do what you got to do to win. But it'd be interesting to see. But if he, you know, he wants to go to a winner. The only teams that really have the space to do it, to offload a crap ton
3: of picks for him, are not winners. That's so,
0: the thing. So, uh, like I like I mentioned, the Randy Moss thing, um, he went for a fourth round pick to New England. So, I, I think, yeah. I, but, I mean, we're in a different age. That happened, like, over a decade ago. I mean, you're seeing players get traded for two, three first round picks now, but yeah. I mean, still the same. I mean, the thing with Julio Jones too, he is due $15 million this year, $11 million for the next two years. Mm-hmm. So if you were a team interested, you at least, first of all, you got to pay a lot of money in the first year. There's about 10 teams that could make this work. The Chargers are one of them. New England mm-hmm. is one of them. Seattle, unfortunately, is not there. They have $4 million at the cap space, so they would have to unload on some people i uh tennessee's can't make it work either and baltimore i'm trying to find them they have around 10 million dollars left in the cap space so they could possibly make something work they probably have to trade someone with a you know, yeah. a decent contract but nonetheless i mean still right there you look at new england la
3: mm-hmm.
2: i mean
0: there's other teams as well but these are you know not really contenders or don't really need a wide receiver Yeah, so,
2: it, it's i mean, i mean Baltimore, if you're a team – see, that's the difference between the Chargers and Baltimore is it would make more sense for Baltimore to do it because their only issue is receiver. You look at the Chargers, it's what's been the biggest knock on them. They can't stay healthy. So you're going to trade for a dude that can't stay healthy. As great as Julio is. That makes no sense.
1: Like I think that would- to the Chargers fit, though. I mean, you, you talk about a team three. that's always – Go ahead. Now I'm just saying you talk about a team that's always hurt. Like, talk about a guy that is coming off an injury. I mean, Mm. that's. I I hate to be that guy, but, like, they just can never stay healthy, and I'd hate to see him go there and get hurt. But, like, I don't know. I feel like he – yeah, he's not the same, but I feel like he's the right guy for the Chargers. And I have to disagree. I think the Chargers are one of those teams that, like, is that one piece away because – in a, if they're healthy, I mean, they're a team that really will give the Chiefs a run for their money this year. Yeah, yeah. The,
2: the, the, to an extent, I agree, but I think there, I think there's a couple of pieces on defense that they could add to sure it up, to sure up the to sure up the state that we're a piece away. But that's just me. But
1: solid secondary my, and great defensive line. I think if they find a, a decent outside linebacker
2: yes very
1: good linebacker maybe, uh, another
2: linebacker and maybe another corner but that's just me
1: so but the other team
0: uh that's reportedly made offers and everything are, are the seahawks and i know we probably really haven't talked much about them because it doesn't you, you don't really need a receiver you just drafted one out of western michigan mm-hmm. uh you got tyler lockett dk metcalf and here's the thing with seattle though like is wide receiver an issue in Seattle. I feel like in Seattle, it's the offensive line, because Russell Wilson's always running for his life. And that defense was just god-awful last year, even when they acquired Jamal Adams.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it's, just, it's the running thing. What do you want to do to make your quarterback happy? Oh, we're going to give him some toys. Well, Russell Wilson's complaints aren't his toys. It's why am I running this protection. all yep. the
3: time? That's
0: the now, thing. When Russell Wilson, when like, there was a whole big thing in the summer about he could possibly get traded. Look at the teams that he requested. It was uh, Las Vegas, Oakland. Well, no, Las Vegas, yes.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Chicago and New Orleans. What do all three of those probably have in common? You could, at least two, maybe three. They all, they all have a decent offensive line. and Chicago is because of the defense. That, that, that too as well. So That's those three teams have what the Seattle Seahawks don't have.
2: Exactly. Yep. So
0: I mean, it would be. I mean, I see
2: what Seattle's trying to do. They don't want what everyone perceives Aaron Rodgers to be mad about, and we'll go into him and her in a minute. But it's let's get a bunch of toys, a bunch of Ferrari. Let's get a whole bunch of Ferraris or Lamborghinis around. Who could be hat mad? But he's not mad about that. He's just – it's just the protection. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Julio. I hope he goes to a team that's going to give him what he wants and that he can stay healthy and he can win. But I see him going to a team that he isn't going to want to be in. Let's talk about how wild
0: it was that Shannon Sharp called him on live television. Didn't tell him. And I don't want to talk about that because, first of all, if we did that, we would all get in trouble if we just called Julio and just didn't tell him he was on live television. But, but I, I feel like it was, Shannon Sharp is the only person that can get away with that. And yeah. it was just like, holy shit, like, that happened. Who you'll on live television said, I'm done.
2: And, and
0: everybody's like, oh, he
1: didn't know he was on live
2: television. He knew. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I, I mean, stuff, I, stuff, stuff, I think – Shouldn't you know by now that Shannon Sharp has like a, a a show every day from, you know, certain times. Time,
2: certain times. And the fact, I and the thing is, is if you're, if you're a player of that caliber, okay, you're subconsciously, if somebody calls you up out of the blue, I wouldn't say out of the blue, but just calls you up subconsciously. You're like, okay, what's the, where's this guy at? Julio yeah. don't care. Like he's on, he was honest. I don't want to be there. And I'm <laughs> sure he did. And if anybody in Fox Sports, ESPN, NBC could give you some insight on the Falcons
3: in that area, it'd be Shannon. He lives in the fucking area. So I thought it was rad, but you know,
2: hey, you know, I loved it.
3: So
0: as so, a fan, we talked about Julio. You mentioned it a little bit, Jeff. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm a Packer fan in the room, so this is an interesting debate. I was, let's see, I was coming back, I think, from my first COVID shot, first or second, and I was in the car, and I saw, like, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport's, uh, like, tweet come up, Aaron Rodgers. So I was like, all right, what are they talking about? All of a sudden, I'm getting – I got a call from someone. uh, I get like, our Facebook messages. I'm like, all right, this can't be good, or they made a trade. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out when we get home. So I was actually at a red light. I checked the phone is he's very unhappy in Green Bay and I was like this this can't be real like it's got a Barry McCocken or something like that and yeah that 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 was interesting for me I was I I I text my dad say hey put the tv on the second like I'm like two minutes away put the tv on so I can listen to it and yeah Mm -hmm. it was interesting
2: Ethan as the
1: Bears fan that you want to go I mean, I try not to get my hopes up too much here because it's like it, it could go both ways and and like Jeff says he's the realistic Cowboys fan. I'm not the one here being like the Bears are going to go 17 and 0 this year, but yeah, I mean, the opportunity to have Aaron Rodgers out of your division after just ruthless beatdowns after ruthless beatdowns, that that's music to my to my ears, but I just I see it now. I see him coming into Soldier Field, whatever week it is, and him just doing what he does. And Mm -hmm. either that or, either that or Jordan Love becomes what Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers was. And if that happens, I I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, he's he talked a lot. He's he said a lot. Do I think the media is hyping it up? A lot. Yeah, I think the media plays a huge role in it. Mm -hmm. But it's tough. It really is. I think the opportunity is there, but where's he gonna go? Like that's the thing. San Francisco, obviously, okay. Like they're up there, but is is the option for him really to retire for a year? Like is he really gonna pull the Brett Favre?
2: He'll he won't no, he won't pull the Brett Favre, retire for a year and walk away. He'll retire.
0: That's I'll let Jeff go first
2: before I go. So like, here, okay. The re- okay. Well, I, the reason I went let Ethan go is because he's the Bears, fan. and I just wanted to hear his reaction. That's more than anything. But any, any, with me, here's my thing. Because that's this was a while back too. Was that he was unhappy? My thing is, is this, this is the Tom Brady effect. I stand by that. This is the Tom Brady effect. He sees what Brady's got going on in Tampa. He looks at what he's got here in Green Bay,
1: and he's like, no. That's the thing, though, is like what does – I mean, yeah, like the Packers – I wouldn't even say that they don't have receivers because they do, but like – okay, great. Like you were what? A field goal away, Are are you really a field goal kick away from making the Super Bowl? Like, yeah. what could my, you? My, my,
2: yeah, my see, my thing I, is he unhappy. Okay, does he have a right to be unhappy that the team made a draft, made a choice to draft a quarterback and didn't let him be aware? Fine, we can have that argument. We can have that conversation. As far as him being unhappy about things, it's like, dude, you just want an MVP. Your team isn't. Bad.
1: Your team's in Your team. line to win the division every year. Let's be honest. Yep. You're
2: They're...
1: in line to – you're basically the New England
2: of the NFC in that division. You're in line to win that division, okay? Two, go look look at the Green Bay and look at their team. The offense is not questions. It's not. Matt LaFour is a good coach. Just sit and everybody wants to go, oh, he made a bad decision. Let's talk about that last play why they'd kick the field goal and not go for the touch, go to score on the go for it on fourth down. Dude, you had a wide open lane to the end zone. You chose to throw it. And it wasn't that good of a pass to begin with to a covered receiver. You're going to sit here and, and point fingers at the, it's the head coach's fault. You have nothing to complain about other than that, all, that upfront office to sit and move, in my opinion, nothing. You want to get traded, fine. You're going to get get traded, but you won't be in the division. It won't be at San Francisco. It's going to be to to Las Vegas because they're going to because Jordan Love is not ready to take the reins. They're going to want a quarterback back for him. So you go look around. Who do you want? And that becomes the thing for Greg. Who do you want rather running your team? An injured Jimmy Garoppolo, who is going to probably be off in fucking Milwaukee or down in Chicago with his porn star girlfriend, or. Do you want Derek Carr? And oh, by the way, Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback. So it becomes it. Be, it really becomes a thing. Aaron, he, Aaron's unhappy about office off front office decision. Sounds like another quarterback that just left, but Aaron's not leaving. In my opinion, he ain't gonna leave. <clears throat> he's gonna milk this. He's gonna stir the pot, make it seem like everybody's a, he's un he's unsatisfied that he's disgruntled. And what's gonna happen? He's gonna turn around and try to get a thing going but if you're a quarterback in the nfc and you see what tom brady just did he leaves goes to goes to tampa gets the guys he wants to come they win the super bowl 22 free agents all re-signed if you're a quarterback in the nfc you're going do what you mean to tell me tampa bay is armed to the teeth again and by oh by the way My money's on Tampa to win it again because, yes, Kansas City got an offensive line. It's still Andy Reid. It's still Eric Bohemiany, and I I love those guys. Eric Bohemiany should have a job. What's the mantra on Andy Reid? He doesn't like to run the ball. What was the problem in the Super Bowl? You have a running back that could gain 15 yards and you decided to, to throw. Give me Tampa Bay. Green um, Bay has probably the best chance to dethrone
3: Tampa. They do. But it's the same thing that we said when Tom Brady was
2: in the AFC. Name me a quarterback that's going to face Tom and play their own game. So
3: uh, it'll be
2: interesting to see. Aaron's another one, just like Julio. It's going to be interesting to see. But in my opinion, Aaron is more upset at the front office for that Jordan Love move as much as he wants to say, oh, I love Jordan Love. You're mad about that. And everybody has a right to be mad about that. But to sit here and say that you're upset that Matt was, Lef- oh my God.
0: Matt, are you good there, Jeff?
2: Yeah, I thought I exited out of the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry. But to sit there and say, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. But, but, no, to sit there and say that he's completely upset with everything in Green Bay I think is a complete over-exaggeration because if he was, you guys wouldn't have been in the position to be almost close to that Super Bowl last year. That's just me. And so, sit, but I'll let you go, Greg, since.
0: So, the, the one thing I want to cover, though, first, uh, because you said Tampa – or Kansas City lost because they didn't run the ball. I'm going to say that is – Totally not true. I think they lost because their offensive line couldn't protect Patrick Mahomes at all. It was kind of like a Russell Wilson situation. He was running for his life every play. It was like he ran 200 yards behind the line of scrimmage trying to avoid the sacks. That's just my opinion. But yeah. since since I am the Packer fan uh, in this chat and everything like that, obviously this is uh, affecting my team. So real quick um <laughs> I gotta say he he is he is going to be the quarterback next year for the Green Bay Packers. There's no doubt about it. He will be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. the The issue with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, it's hard to argue his team because you have the best wide receiver in the, in the league in Devonta Adams. You had one of the best or one of the best in this stat yards per reception in Valdez Scantling. Al Lazard, he's a you know, he's a decent wide receiver, good run blocker as a wide receiver. Robert Tunyon, one of the one of the bright spots at the tight end, you know, position in the NFL. You had the best offensive line in the, in the league. You had a top five running backs. What more do you want for your
1: offense? But you have number one. unhappy. Wait, what? But Greg, he's unhappy.
0: And Why? I'm gonna I'm going and I just want to get to it. The reason I think he's unhappy is it's the, just the front office and like he, like Jeff said um you know it, it could be the Jordan Love pick I'm gonna say absolutely no I mean even last year you know he said he he was okay with the pick and everything like that I think it was just it's communication and if you heard him in that interview on ESPN with Kenny Maine, it's just Green Bay and they've always done this too they don't communicate to their players on what's going to happen they did that with Favre they're doing that with Rodgers now and the thing like you saw you saw the Bears do have. with Andy Dalton with Justin Fields, they told like, Hey, we're going to go after a quarterback. They didn't, they didn't tell Rogers. Now, I don't know if, if that is the case there, but you know, in the past, Aaron Rodgers has never got his way in green Bay, Jared cook, uh, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, I guess Jake Kummerow, uh is one of them too. He's never gotten his way with the players mm-hmm. that he wants back. And, you know, going to the Tom Brady effect, you just saw Tom Brady, again, re-sign everyone got his guy in Gronk. Everything like that, but you know, again, nonetheless, you know, I think that's why the big thing, uh, Aaron Rodgers, is is unhappy. I think he'll still be in Green Bay. I know this is gonna be kind of a kind of a crappy way to say this to Aaron, but you want to be the quarterback for the foreseeable future, win a Super Bowl, win another MVP, put it, put another tough decision for the Packers. It, yep. it's that it's it's hard to say, but it's. Just yep. go, go do it. If you do that, if you win a Super Bowl, there's no way they're going to be like, we got to trade you no, for Jordan. You know, the,
2: that's the thing is you, every quarterback, every great quarterback in the NFC, the NFC, the moment Tom Brady chose Tampa, every quarterback, Aaron, Russell, Wilson, you name the big quick name quarterbacks in the, in the NFC, every single one of them were on standby by ownership. That's the guy you got to beat. You want us to keep, to keep doing this, to keep funding you, keep, putting money into everything, that's the guy you got to be. But he hasn't done nothing in the NFC. Well, he just did. He just won the
0: Super Bowl. Now he's going to – and now he's trying to go for a, uh, number eight.
2: So you got to be.
0: So – and also with Aaron Rodgers, again, kind of like the Julio situation, where are you going to trade him to? We're already – we're in OTAs and everything like that. Where are you going to go? I There are some des- destinations like San Francisco, but they just drafted Trey Lance. They're, they're not going to be looking to tr- trade for Aaron Rodgers you know you said the Raiders I don't think the Packers would want their car they they don't want that contract especially since they got Jordan Love I was just they thinking would, that
3: wasn't really yeah,
0: and I guess Denver is also a possibility Teddy Bridgewater's name has been brought up uh, brought up again they're not trading for a quarterback with a long with a, a long-term contract because you got Jordan Love so nonetheless if, yeah, and here's think, the thing
1: I was gonna say I think that if if that's the move, and Rodgers is gone. Like, you're not trading for a guy who's coming in and like replacing him day one. Like, you're if you move on from Rodgers, like, your plan is to go with Jordan Love game one. Like, there's no chance you're, you're trading him to, to uh, Vegas and you're getting Derek Carr in return. I don't think that's happening. I think no. if there's a team that is the most likely destination, it's Denver. Yeah. And I, I
0: I can kind of see that, you know, I've seen like Bradley Chubb, Patrick Sertan, um, yeah. young guys on defense, which I I would love that in green Bay. Just I wouldn't take Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. No. Um, I think here's the thing. I, I keep saying this year, next year, I think there's a good possibility that he is traded unless he wins another MVP or wins the super bowl. I think Jordan loves time can be next year. However, if Aaron wants to retire, so be it. The Packers get like $30 million in return. They can use that to help Jordan Love, however, they want to do it. Aaron I, doesn't really have that much leverage here. And no, too I think late game,
2: anything. I, if he is really this upset, he's going to retire before he gets traded.
0: Because, and I don't even think he's going to retire. He wants to play. He wants to be like a Brady a little bit and play to his 40. I don't think he's going to do that.
1: And if he plays, well, I mean. Not if he gives up on the Packers, he won't.
2: Yeah. That's the thing is, is if he wants to play till he's forty, I can see him playing in in Green Bay for two more years. But he won't be a, he won't retire as a Green as a Packer.
1: I'm with Greg on this one. I think that it's it's too late in the season. I think I do think though, Greg. I think that you might have to enjoy the last ride here. This might be the last dance for Aaron Rodgers. Like if he's back, I realistically. Like, I'm, I'm with that, but if, if this is the drama that's ensued this offseason and he truly is unhappy and wants to get out, like, yes, nothing's going to get done. But if that's the case and he goes out and balls out again and the Packers are one win short, like, any team that needs a quarterback next season, and he, if, like I said, if he's truly unhappy and wants out and the same situation happens again next year, you watch. Any of those teams that are fringe teams that need a quarterback to get over the hump,
0: Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. Here's the thing: unless he wins another MVP or even wins a Super Bowl, he, you know, he, he won't be back. They're gonna they're gonna want to start the Jordan Love era, and and I'm okay, I'm okay with that because the contract, I, I know if if they do trade him now, they own like again like thirty million dollars. As a as a team, you're you're just financially not gonna do that next of year. Course. I think if they if they trade him, they it's like ten million dollars. So, well, you know that's yeah. a, that's a huge difference. In, in terms of money. So I'm a, here's the thing. If he does have another great season and they trade him, it's two, three first-round picks. For Jordan Love, that's not bad to, uh, you know, get something going, starting in that Jordan Love era. Yeah.
1: Packers have never been a bad team in the draft either.
0: No. He was in the second <laughs> round Are pretty bad, but other than that.
1: They don't have Ryan Pace as a damn GM. Hey, you
2: can hey, be better. You can have your honor as the GM, but, you know.
1: You yeah, don't get us started on Jerry's world. I <laughs> want to talk about Jerry,
2: <laughs> The egotistical maniac that basically destroyed his dynasty because he won a credit. Yeah. But, Speaking uh,
1: of getting your take on things, and I'll, I know I'll make the transition here, but your take on what happened a few weeks ago in soccer, the uh, the Super League.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I know you were very vocal about that in uh, in our big Facebook chat. But, uh, oh, what's
2: your take well, on that? Um, um, money-grabbing dumbass, American dumbasses that want to destroy the game, destroy the game. But
1: yeah. Oh. There was a big win yesterday too, I believe. Right or was it today?
3: Uh, yesterday.
2: Chelsea beat the City. I was I was I was ecstatic. I was happy. I mean, granted, both teams were the Red Devils' rivals, but I wanted to see Chelsea do it because I hate City with a passion. So not as much as Liverpool, but I hate City with a passion. Not the I team have, itself, more so the fans.
0: I have a friend that's a Man City friend uh, fan, and mm-hmm. I was. I, I know you said this a while back, like how Man City fans are annoying. He. I think he's fine with it, I'm, but I'm not really into soccer, so he doesn't really talk about it with me. But he, like, yeah. texted me at, like, 7 in the morning saying, dude, I am excited for the soccer game today. Ooh. And he, he said, Chell – I'm like, I don't know who the hell this, this team is, man. I don't know. Then he said City. I was like, all right, I guess good luck. But then I found – like, then he mentioned in the chat saying, like, Chelsea won to life text and saying, hey, man, that's, that's a tough loss. It was, like, one nothing." And he's like, dude, we should have won that game. I didn't watch it. I'm assuming well, you did, or at least watched yeah, the highlights. Well,
2: so for the for city, okay, for city, this is the culmination of everything. Okay, this is the difference between American sports and European. The Go Champions PSG, League, by or, the way. Do what?
0: Go PSG. That's my team, yeah. even though I don't <laughs> pay attention.
2: No, but that's different. But I could I could tie this into both. You know, the Super League and the Champions League is. For English football, okay, for soccer, it's been around for 150 years. So what's the biggest thing with sports is the history you pick a team and that's your history, okay? Well, with soccer, it's been you think the premier, okay, the Premier League or English football, for example, has been around for 150 years. Manchester United's been around for 143. City's been around for 138. Give or take 140, 138. So with the Super League, the big why United stormed the field when they were supposed to play Liverpool and why everybody was upset. You're upset that fan that the fans stormed the field were protesting because the ownership basically said when they're on tap that 150, 140 years of club of this club's history does not matter. They're angry. Because the club was started up by these fans 140 years ago going, we want to have something to do on a Saturday evening or a Sunday morning. So they're upset. The Champions League for City, this is the culmination of everything because they're the stepchild. They're the stepchildren of Manchester. They want to be better than United. Well, currently they are because they're winning and they're competing for titles the way United used to. But the thing that they don't have that they really want to say here's see we can put our stamp on football on on uh on the on our sport on this sport on this game in this city for our team is bigger the trophy the champion the Champions League crown so that's what they've been building for and then their coach has spent about one point two billion to do it and he just lost so yes I as a United fan and a rival of City yes I'm laughing but. For them, this is devastating because this is it. This was the thing to make them sort of relevant. Even though they've won the league, they've won domestic trophies in the country, this is the thing to bring them to relevance that, yes, we are a big team. And they lost.
0: Well, I have to ask you, though, because I don't watch soccer. Mm-hmm. I don't really care unless PSG is doing good. And they were. Yeah. I guess they got upset. But anyway, mm-hmm. when, does the, when does the World Cup start?
1: I was, Cup, say, I was about to say I'm usually a big World Cup guy.
0: Okay,
2: the
1: World Cup is next year
0: in November.
2: Uh, the reason it's not in the summer is because it's in the Middle East and the heat. So they're doing it. In, they're doing it in November. It'll be like November or December.
0: And um, then I yeah. totally forgot. I totally don't know. I've mm-hmm. I haven't seen the Olympics in a while. Soccer in the Olympics? Yes or no? Yes. It is? Okay, I wasn't sure.
2: Mm-hmm. It is. It's, so, I guess, it's, so I guess there we it's, go. It's, we a big, got it's a big deal. You. It sort of gives everybody a clear – it sort of clears the air on who you think is going to be the – who should be the front runners for the World Cup, who who is more than likely, who who are title favorites, who are the compet, who are competitors, who are some dark horses here and there. That's usually what happens. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I know. I know. Men is usually never good in the soccer. Women, I think, are pretty good. Something like that. The,
2: the um, U.S. women's well, the U.S. men's team has never been has never qualified for the World Cup or okay. the uh, Olympics. Um, the men, the men's game in soccer is still good. It's, it, like I said, it gives some pre- It gives some relevancy as for the upcoming World Cup tournament. The uh, women's game, it's. They want it to be about, you know, it's the whole money thing with them, but that's a whole entirely freaking thing with them. Um, that, sadly, um, just for the record, the U.S. the thing with women's soccer is is that women want to get paid equally to men. The U.S. women's team is the only one that can. If we're talking, what have you done for me lately? And what I mean by that is is winning. They should be paid as equal as the men but we're talking about a business. Sadly, this is a business. You don't bring They don't bring in the revenue. And by the way, if you go look at a U.S. women's players contract versus a men's, they get paid more than the men.
0: I was going to say, because I know it was like equal pay and everything like that. I think some sports is harder to judge like others, like WNBA, the NBA, softball, major league baseball. I think soccer is one of those sports where you can actually look at and say, Hey, how is the talent between the men and the women and you can make the argument that the women are better than the men
2: you, so. you I, like i said this is why i said if we're talking what have you done for me lately in terms of winning they have an art yes they have the argument all day every day it's about the revenue and the women don't bring in the revenue the second thing like i said is if you look at their contracts how they're supposed to be getting paid they get paid more the women do so there's that the women, the U S women's team of all the women's teams in the world, the U S women's team is the only one that will probably let's say 60, 60, 40, will get close enough to the men to get paid, but they'll never be equal because of the revenue, unless they figure out a way to bring in the same amount of revenue as the men's game. And as bad as the men's team is, they bring in that revenue, but that, uh, but again, you know, as far as you know the super league goes that thing is dead that the the thing was dead on the water the big club the big the big teams are mad that their slices of pie from the champions league is de- is gone down because of the expansion to the champions league which has gone from, i think like 30 it's like it's more than 32 but um, there's a way there's better ways to go about it. The Super League is not one of them because it basically says that you're hit, the hit, you're destroying the history within the individual countries of those leagues, and yada yada yada. And I'm not for it. I guess the my league. question,
1: I guess my question is, how do you get up and prepare for a big match at seven o'clock in the morning? Like we're like we're like you know we're football guys, so. The biggest game of the week is 7.15 at night. I there was I remember the Bears playing in London a few years ago and like my ass was up for a nine o'clock football game. Like, how do you do that? I mean, I guess I guess the drink in your hand pretty much gives away oh, the I answer. Don't
2: drink that early <laughs> sure? Sure. Sadly. Hmm. Sadly I don't. Sure. Sadly, I don't. But now it's just like I, I want you to okay, think of it like this. Picture a big game for your teams. I grew up loving Dallas, and then I started watching soccer, and soccer is the number one for me. So picture a big game for you guys and how excited you are. It's the same thing for me. It's just a 7 o'clock. It's just, it, there's no different. There's no different. I just have to get up early. And there's games I miss, but I have them recorded.
0: Yeah, but um, did you get – um Permission from FIFA and the television that they broadcast on. It's called it's called DVR. Yes, but you need permission though to record those games.
2: <laughs> okay, well, if FIFA, the Premier League, uh, the F, uh English, the, the English Federation are watching, uh, no, I don't have your permission. If you want to find me, uh, <laughs> my uh, email, my email is uh, J is lowercase j, lowercase head h e a d. Uh, 19711, I believe is the number at gmail.com. You can
0: email me, and... God, I hope people listen to this and just spam <laughs> me with emails. But no,
1: um, if, if they are, please everyone send emails. I, I will Regardless probably I, really freaking would. I well, probably actually, that could be a segment for next week. Open Jeff's emails. Oh my God, so oh. we don't
2: down that road, but no, I mean, it's it's the same thing, you guys. It's just, I would say, just picture. How excited you guys get for any game, whether even if it's not a rival, it's the same thing. It, I, I, for me, that's the team. I I know that history like the back of my hand. And for anybody that wants to get into soccer, for example, Premier League, what you would do is go is pull up, go pull up the teams, is pull up a t- is pull up this year's table, go look at the teams that are in. It. And individually look at the and Google those teams. And then just pick one off the net, just off a name. And after you Google, pick one off the top of your name. Off, just pick one off the top of your head that you, you like the name just comes to you, whatever, and root for them for a year, follow them. The same way that you follow the bears, the way Greg, the way you follow the Packers. And it's the same thing. Just follow. Them. That's what I did with United is I love them. And it's not been, And yes, when I started following them, they were, they were in the middle, in the midst of their dominance. So but that was not the reason I started following them. It's – I think I, I think I did a live video thing on Facebook a couple – I think it was like one or two years back, and United's playing Liverpool. And I showed, I think, Liverpool delivered the I'll never lock the – you'll never walk alone Chan, in their stadium. That's why I watch soccer. Because to me, you're not going to get that in an NFL crowd.
1: I will give you that. Soccer does have some great crowds.
2: That That's just me. And, yes, that's a That's Liverpool. Liverpool-Anfield is just – a game at Anfield is unbelievable to watch. I would love to go. But watching it at All-Trafford win, when, even when United's – United has been bad for seven, eight years now. The fact that that stadium holds like 75,000 75, in their pack to the brim shows you that they care. So that's why I do it. But that's what I would do that'd be my advice to anyone that's trying to get into soccer pick a league don't matter of the top five in Europe and just go through, pick a team that registers with you, Google and do all the research you need to, and then just follow them for a year. That'd be my advice.
0: Yeah. That's how I became a PSG fan. I just randomly picked a team and boom, there we go. Only because they have like a lot of young guys and I was like, ah, they're going to be good. And they're, they're good. So uh, with, with that though, uh, I know I gotta say this. This episode has been sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. All you have to do is just go to the Anchor app on Apple or Android, or just go to the website at anchor.fm to get started. So, Jeff, you brought up crying a little bit. I have not been feeling good because the New York Knicks, I'm not a Knicks fan, but I am a Bulls fan, and the Knicks have pretty much the whole Bulls roster on that team. And I picked against them today. They're now looking good. I feel like Spike Lee a little bit. They're down 3-1.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, you knew it was coming. Uh, yeah, it's the Knicks, but just still, just I, I a little also, bit of hope. The, the Derrick Rose factor was in full effect. Um, I think we got a little – was it game one that they won? No,
2: they won game two. Was it yeah. game two? Yeah,
1: okay. I, I was of. we had a little bit of uh, of reminiscence in, in the game two that they had won, but I – I don't think the Hawks are like the clear cut favorite to win the East by any means. But oh no, it's just been the battle of the two like, okay, like, well, I mean,
2: I pick. I told, I told, like, I told Brandon, I think in our Facebook chat is that I, is that I picked the, the teams that I picked for the NBA playoffs. I think this was the one for sure that I said it's going to seven, unless the Hawks are just kicking their, their tails out of them. But if you're a Knicks fan, yes, this is this is going to hurt because this is the first time we've been in the playoffs in a while. But this is something to hang your head on and go, okay, we got something.
0: I was going to say, like, even though both of these teams are not like clear cut favorites, it's most likely, you know, Philly, Milwaukee and Brooklyn. I mean, these are two these are two franchises that are very, very young. I think the oldest guy on the, the Hawks is Lou Williams, and he's, like, the oldest by, like, 10 years. Maybe not yeah. that much, but, you know, something like that. Uh, the Knicks, same thing. Julius Randle's probably their oldest guy. He's, like, 26. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, they both have a very bright future. I think the only thing now is the Knicks have to re-sign Julius Randle. And always in the past has been, can they get stars to come to their team? And they, they never could. This gives New York a little bit of a shot to say, hey, let's go get – like, we could actually go get that superstar. However, there's not many superstars this year in free agency. The only one's going to be Kawhi, and he's most likely going to opt out of uh, the Clippers. But other than that, I mean, you're, you're hey, I was just very happy that yeah. Derek Rose, Taj Gibson, Tom mm-hmm. Thibodeau are all three of them together, and they had one oh, yeah. game where it just brought back memories. Yes, I agree.
2: And if you're the if you're the Knicks, the question for the Knicks will be all will forever be until James Dolan either sells that team, which he should, which in my opinion, uh, Adam Silver needs to get on that and forces us to sell, or um, it's going to be can James Dolan stay out of the way and let the front office bring in the guys? If James Dolan just shuts up, shuts his door, and stays out of the way, they will get the guys they need. And if Kawhi is going to be on the market, if I'm the Knicks and going after him, you have to.
1: My you take, need, my take on on. I know you mentioned you thought that series was going seven, and I'll, I'll talk about the other LA team. I think that that series is going seven, and I don't think the Lakers will win it. I don't talk want to because I am wearing the shirt right now too. I don't. I don't, I don't want. I don't want them to win it. Like I don't think it's it's not. It's a matter of. I don't think it's a matter of us not wanting to win it. I think it's just a matter of now. You saw what they were like without AD tonight. Yeah. LeBron
0: even, is old. Even when AD was on the court, they were not. I mean, you saw it in Game One. They were not good, or Game One or two, yep. whichever uh, the Lakers lost first. They weren't. They were not good. They no. weren't good today. I mean, they, they're they're clearly not like a favorite to win the title. I mean, at least in my opinion, Vegas last might year, think so because of uh, LeBron.
1: Last Le- year was just the guaranteed like, Kobe died, the bubble yeah. year, just, uh-huh. like the Lakers. I knew that that was happening. Like, I feel good I could for you, told you. The day Kobe died, that the Lakers were going to win the title the next year. Like that was, that, yeah. was, that was that was a given. I don't well, think, that... in
2: my opinion, that the bubble don't happen. They don't make it. The Clippers do, but that's neither me nor that's neither here nor there. That's just because the Clippers were on a roll, and then they were off for like two, almost a young month and a half, two months. And now you're asking a team that was hot and now is cold to get it jumps. No, it's not happening.
0: Same thing happened well, with Milwaukee. League, yeah, yeah,
2: it was gonna. I I had the Clippers in Milwaukee, and I. Uh, but, um, this year, LeBron, yes, LeBron is hurt. He's old. 36. You're asking. A, you are asking. Oh, here's my thing: is he will go down as the second best player to ever play the game. In my opinion, you're asking a lot of him even with AD, to do what he's doing. AD, And then here's the thing, is everybody taught, oh my god, AD. AD has shown you this year why I said, warned you not to make that trade. He's showing it. When the expectation is for him to sort of take that team and run, go ask New Orleans how that was. That's it,
0: me. It, it, it'll be interesting, though, because if you're if you're in Los Angeles, I mean, you won the championship. You could just say we yep. won the trade. We got what we wanted. Absolutely. New Orleans, on the other hand, has been struggling. I mean, uh, Julius Randle's not on the team anymore. Brandon yeah. Ingram's looking pretty good. Lonzo's getting pretty good, but Lonzo might hit free agency. And I agree. Is that he I might go to Chicago? Still, if I'm Lonzo, I stay. If you, I mean,
2: if you're if you're New Orleans, okay, you have a young, you have a very young squad, a squad basically practically a really much rookies.
3: So, struggling, it's growing pains. That's all it is. It's just growing pains, and they'll figure it out. For it. The Suns. This is Chris Paul basically saying, "This is my last ride, my last real shot to win." Chris Ball is showing out, and I, I would love to see the Suns do it, but I think they would not like it. I just
1: the Suns don't have enough to win the West.
3: No, I got the. I got the, no. I said I got the. My pick for the West was the Nuggets.
1: I will
0: say this, though. If the Suns can beat the Lakers, I think anyone in that conference has a chance because LeBron is out. May, if the Clippers can come back, and if they, I mean, they're up by almost 20, and they most likely will, they're, they might be the favorite because that, that was the big target tar with the Clippers. That was like their kryptonite was the Lakers. If the yeah. Suns can win, anyone has a chance.
3: Well, here, here, but here's the thing is you have LeBron. This is the thing, though. This is the knock on all these other teams. And the same thing in the East. It was the same thing with the Pacers. They there, last year with Paul George. Here you have LeBron, where you want him. Put him away. Tip your cap and say we'll see you next year. Because if you start, and here's the thing: if you're Chris Paul, you're telling these guys one game at a time. The job is not done until the job is done because if you two, if you start thinking the series is done lebron's you're going to let lebron back in and then we're going to have to then we're going to have this whole right situation always oh, the best ever
0: so with that though because jeff sounds like i don't know what because his mic is messed up i I'm, I'm not sure but um i i don't know you sound like you're a million miles away i, I don't know if that's the right description Say it again, are we good now? Uh, yeah, a, a lot better, I think. But okay, so let's wrap up a little bit and yeah. let's talk about who who do you think is going to win? I mean, the Clippers are going to make it two two. Yep. I got the Clippers in this series. What about you guys? I got the Mavs. I like Luca.
3: I like Luca. I like the white boy. I like my like my I like my uh, I like my uh, Luca legend, if you will. I a Larry Bird, but anyway. No,
1: I got the maps. I've been watching this game for the last couple of minutes. The Clippers have been dominating it. I, I like Luca too, but I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna go. Well, what are we? Um, could be another series that goes seven, but I'm gonna have to go with Kawhi on this one. I will. I'll say. I will say this before we get right into um, I guess the other games. Uh, with our who we think is gonna win.
0: I should be rooting for the Mavs because if if the Clippers are bounced in the first round, there's no way Kawhi is coming back to L.A. And I think there's a real possibility the Bulls could be a team that goes after him because they need that one big splash. They got Vucevic, but get that big three, Kawhi would make perfect sense. So the other one, Suns-Lakers, I'm wearing the shirt. I'm going to go Suns. I'm going Suns. Sons. Sons, I, th- I think
3: I Chris Paul and Devin Booker are going to be too much. And you're yep. asking, again, you're asking a not healthy 37, 38-year-old LeBron to carry a team of guys that don't look like they want
0: I will say this, too. DeAndre Ayton, I know we don't talk about him as much, but he is really good, too. He's been bodying Andre Drummond and Anthony yep. Davis. Um, I mean, these are three one-series. I mean, yeah. not really much to say about this. Hawks, Knicks, I got to go with, with the Hawks, even though I hate to say it. And I got my champion, the Brooklyn, that's uh, still in there.
1: I think the Knicks win right. one more in the series, but I do agree. I think the Hawks pull it out there. The Nets are too good. Boston, I hate to say it to you, Jeff, but no, Brooklyn is Brooklyn's no, too I'm good.
3: Gonna... I'm just happy we're there. <laughs> that's not... awesome. <laughs> no. I but I picked. I think I picked to win it all. I think I had. I think I picked Denver.
0: Yeah, Denver over Philly. That's who I had. And then since one guy is not going to be here uh, Tuesday night when we record this, know, shit, we know. go to the Cubs game. Already a good <laughs> hot start. Who's <laughs> pitching for that game anyway? Oh, uh,
1: it is Hendricks against. Oh, all yeah, uh, they are facing the Padres, I think, right. It is Dodgers. against the Padres. It's not Chris Paddock. It is uh Ryan Weather.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean you get you get Hendricks, I guess. Get to see uh, I'm
1: excited to see Hendricks hang a sinker and Tatis just poop one to left field. So that's gonna happen. I want to see Tatis get I wanna see Tatis and buy Hey Jeff's
0: Mike is back. Let's go. Yeah.
1: I, the Tatis matchup is gonna be interesting just because oh, yeah. I know I watched Freddie Freeman's. Dick one off Kyle Hendricks once in person. I know Tatis is going to do it. So,
0: all right. So since you're not going to be here Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday night, I got the 76ers sweeping the Wizards. I'm pretty sure we're going to all agree on that, or at least they're going to no. win the series. No, I'm
2: going to go. I'm going to be the. I'm going to be the. I'm going to be the black duck. I'm going to pick the Wizards. Russell Westbrook has one game. I'm just kidding. I picking the 76ers. <laughs> I we wanted got... to see your reaction
3: though. That's the one.
0: I wish they would at least win one game because, I mean, the Wizards have been pretty good lately, except for the last three games. But another one, too, Utah-Memphis. That game, it seemed like it should have been a sweep because Donovan Mitchell you know, was injured, but Grizzlies are fighting, man. And they seem like they're like that one piece away, or maybe like that one year from being one year away. I got the Jazz, but they're making it a series against the number one team.
1: Fuck Grayson Allen. I'm going with the Jazz. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, give me Memphis they're gonna keep fighting they got that grace
1: Allen they got uh, the Grayson Allen in them I got no. the
2: that's what they do well I don't like grace yeah, Allen either. oh
1: yeah the trip mentality that's who. oh yeah that's Memphis for you the grit I was gonna say grit I was gonna spice it up a little bit damn grit Is grit is the last word I would define Grayson Allen as
2: well I, I wouldn't define Grayson Allen as that either I'm just you know Grayson Allen's a little du- is a du- uh, Duke uh uh, we're not going to use that word. Um, I was already told not to
0: use that word. Oh, oh, oh. Well. <laughs> Hot start. Drunk Jeff. Well, not drunk,
2: yeah. That's why well, I, I said I'm not using that word. And yeah, Yes,
1: I'm deputy for you folks. Yeah. I well, was I guess
0: technically game.
1: we got one more series.
0: Portland and Denver. I guess Jeff's going to go Denver since he's, yeah. went, he's got that. Tie two to two. tied two to two. Hey,
2: hey, you gotta hey, sometimes when you're the favorite, you know, when you pick, when you're the favorite by the jet by LFA, you have to let other teams think they're gonna win.
0: And technically, Denver's not the favorite. Portland's the favorite. <laughs> well, I guess in this game it is Denver, but Portland's been the favorite the whole series.
2: Oh, because everybody loves uh the dame. The little the dame the dame Lillards, but yeah.
0: I went Portland in this. I said seven. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm. I, I, I. don't want to doubt Dame.
3: <laughs> no, you're good.
0: Uh, All right. Oh, you got something to say, Jeff?
2: Well, I was gonna ask you, you guys for the NHL playoffs. Who you got?
1: God, I have to look at this thing. I have not paid attention. Hold <laughs> on. I have not tuned in. I. I do have. My mom and sister moved to Tampa. So I think by default right don't, now the oh,
0: God. So I did make bets on uh for this. So I did pick Colorado. I think they're just by far a better team than Las Vegas. Yeah. And I would I would probably go Tampa Bay over Carolina as well. I I yeah. mean Tampa Bay is just very good. I mean at least at least. Yeah, in the I, season. I
1: got it. Yeah. I think I picked the uh, Tampa quickly becoming the town of champions. Now, if the Rays with their new sick uniforms would win some games, the devil ray. Oh, yeah. I know the, the way, uh,
2: yeah. what the uh, Astros version of tie pod devil ray. Stop.
3: Jesus, good. Jesus, God.
2: Hey, at
0: least the White Sox have some pretty dope jerseys. I've Yes. Well,
2: with the white well, with the White Sox, it's all at least they have they have a uh, dude out that's been out of baseball for ten years running that show. So yeah, Oh,
0: that's I love Tony totally <laughs> Russo. What a guy! All right, but there's still two more series in the NHL though. Good old Canada, uh, the Canadians and the Maple Leafs. That's, Canadians, I, yeah, that's tied three three. So
2: give me the Canadians. Pretty
0: much, yeah. Who do you think is gonna win?
2: Canadians. I, think, I want the Canadians, but the May I, I would not be shocked the Maple Leafs do it. But I want to see the Canadians. I want to see some Maple Leaf fans cry.
1: Yeah, Montreal would give them a fight. So far, it was a good. Se- it's been a good series. I, I think Montreal will pull off the upset here. Mm-hmm. Damn,
0: I'm gonna be the lone one going Toronto. Uh, wait, what do you have against t- Toronto, Jeff?
2: Nothing. I just want to see some fans cry.
0: I want to see Toronto. I know they've been like. <laughs> kind of like the end of like the Cubs version of like the level yeah, losers for the no, NHL, they but
3: they have not taken for them in a long time. Let's be
2: honest here, they it'd be cool to see them do it, but
1: I'll beat you to my pick because you want to talk about seeing fans cry, Go Islanders! Why do you act like I'm Check. a Rubens fan?
0: Oh yeah, you're a Capitals
1: fan. Oh, I forgot. Yes. Well, your team got bounced already. So, my
2: team already got. Hey, hey, when you have no goalkeeping, okay? When you have no goalkeeping. But anyway, now um, I picked the. I think I picked the Bruins. The Islanders look good though. The Islanders do with Barry Trotz. Um,
0: I like the Islanders, but I think I went with Boston.
2: So, yeah, i mean, i minutes.
0: I didn't tell out a bracket, but I think my gut would just tell me Boston, even though I like the Islanders I think I have yeah. it as it
2: sits right now, I think the it will be the abs in Boston, I think Boston so.
0: I think Colorado's good, I think Colorado's gonna i I just know they're very i mean just looking at like all the bets I've done in the past, I always take Colorado, so I'm just saying Colorado's very through it.
2: they're very good, they're very good, but yeah, I think that's so- go ahead.
0: We'll talk more. We'll talk more hockey as well on Tuesday. Tuesday night,
2: yeah.
0: for sure. But, hey, that's all we have. I know we talked. I know for quite a while. So, uh,
3: we got hey, lost. Hey,
0: this is a great journey that we're gonna have with you, uh, Ethan and Jeff. Can't wait to talk more. I know Ethan, your Twitter's pretty simple. What, like Ethan underscore wild thirty uh, four?
1: I think it's Ethan underscore wild ten.
0: Oh. Oh, that is. Okay, hold on. Let me
1: let me see if I. Jeff,
0: can... you have a bot account. I, I there is like no point of just me saying. Hold it's like, on, like
1: no, Jeff, it's it. Jeff oh, no. he does Jeff... change. He did change it. He did change it. It's at Jeffhead07.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I changed it because everybody was because a few people
1: were like, oh you're a bot." Jeff has thirty-four followers. We need to change that. Yeah, it was,
0: it was like Jeff. It wasn't even Jeff. Had like a m- bunch of numbers. It was Jeff K, H E A. Zero one three five six seven eight nine something like that. There's a bunch of
2: Hey, you know you gotta. Hey, you gotta be the KD. Just have a you know a uh, burner account, you know, and oh, talk and okay. talk shit that way, you know. Apparently, uh, sorry, KD.
0: But I was know. gonna say you gotta talk a lot of smack when your team is the Cowboys, the Capitals. Oh, the Red Sox are doing pretty well. The Longhorns. Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey, hey! hey,
0: hey. Settle down there, Clemson boy. All right, now, now the Celtics. Whoa!
2: Now the Celtics. Oh,
4: All right.
0: Again, thank you for both for coming on the show. We'll be back Tuesday night. Wednesday Wednesday, I guess. We're Monday, Wednesday, Friday now. Go Cubs.
2: Yes, sir.